Sports. And welcome everybody to another episode of the Chop Heads Combat Sports. I got myself, Chris Gucci. I got piece of shit Tommy. I got along for the ride Rob. And I got casual Dave sitting to my left. <laughs> no respect, What's going bro. on, boys? No respect doing? to Tommy. Piece of shit Tommy. He was the reverend. No, that's how it's... First of all, he started talking shit immediately on the outside of the show. As I was doing my intro, he, he turned to me and said, Oh, something about smoking weed. And I was like, yeah, what's your point? By the way, the show is Tommy's my buddy. Guys, we say these things tongue in cheek. I feel like I actually hurt his feelings. I, do you see the look I'm getting? He right does it. He's shooting a little bit of a. It's an emotional. It's a, day. Yeah, it is an emotional Why day, is man. That? Did, oh, Jesus Christ. Smoke more weed, Turtle. Oh, smoke all more right. weed. See, I forget that we're actually. <laughs> no, now I understand. We're on a wrestling podcast. And that's the second time I have to defend my. My weed usage on this podcast. Like, what is going on? We're 30 seconds in. Rob. I know Rob's with me on this one. There's no question about it. So judging by He's the... He's along for the ride. I am. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, honestly, Rob, we're, welcome to... Ha- we're, we're happy to have Rob back. Rob was here this morning helping us out with the, with the Daily Show. We mm-hmm. went long two hours. Everybody out there that likes sports, go subscribe to Chop Sports Media on YouTube and... Hit the bell so you could check us out when we go live Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. Now that I got the shameless plug out of the way, I want to give Dave a round of applause, ladies wow. and gentlemen. Very true, very Clap true. it up because before, Dave... Before we do that, I have to say that the show is being presented by Dudes Gourmet and the oh, Feel Good damn, Factory. bro. Yep. See, Marijuana what, affects what up, the brain. Now there's a third time that I've had to... <laughs> maybe if there's any... And I know we're not doing the live read yet, but CBD does help with memory loss. So... Well, there you go. If there is a sponsor the out there. The Feel Good Factory. <laughs> we, Dudes What's Gourmet, Feel Good Factory. Welcome aboard, uh, Chop Heads. Uh, combat sports officially. But. Well, you know what's going on with me right now is that I had to defend myself early, mm-hmm. and it was about my my marijuana usage. And unfortunately, it came rearing its ugly head, and it came back to <laughs> bite me times. because you guys both gave me a hard time about the weed, and then I forgot something. <laughs> to, I forgot to say something largely due to the fact that I probably am you know stoned right now. But <laughs> as we move forward in this episode. We don't really have much MMA, but we do have a, a, a shitty event that took place this weekend, and I don't mean to, to bash the fighters. that, But the UFC didn't do a great job. Um, the pick bitch, Dina, mm-hmm. is she still going by the pick bitch? I, she, that, I think she that dropped that? it. She just wants to be Dina so Simpson. So the Dina Simpson, check her out on Twitter. She she killed it. This she weekend. crushed it again. And that's yeah. how I found out, and I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed. That there was even a card? That's how I found out. <laughs> like The extensive knowledge that I have about this weekend's card was the fact that it took place. And that's why we have Tommy here, because he watches every single card. Mm-hmm. Right? Did you watch it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, Tommy. Are we, are we good now? Yeah, we're good. All we're right. wonderful. That's Make good. sure you talk into the mic, Tommy. You fucking ginger. <laughs> oh, just my beard, bro. <laughs> just Christ. the beard. Yeah, oh, it was man. just another one of those not really promoted fight night cards that had nothing at stake, really, other than here's a bunch of guys that just need to get a fight in, and that was pretty much it. Kind of like next weekend's card. Okay. I, I'm trying to instruct you on how to talk into how a to mic. Talk into the microphone. I was waiting until some, I have like a minute to get up. So now, Dave, take over for a second. I'm going to position the mic for okay. Tommy. Well, I, what the hell do you want me to say? <laughs> no. Uh, this uh, Anyway, they had there was a card not as of worth. There you go, Chief. Huh? How you like that? Right in your face. A little bit now to get to Right your in your liking, facha. Right? All right. So thank you, Dave, Try for, not picking, to get it under for picking my nose me up so right there. So you don't there. have to hear the labored breathing. All right. Oh, okay. We're going to reel it in now because the things are getting off the... Off the tracks, off the beaten off path, the handles, off the beaten path. Uh-huh. Well, there is a card coming up this weekend. Well, let's talk. Marlon Marais got knocked oh, yeah. out in the first round by some young dick, or no, <laughs> <laughs> Song Young, Song Yadong, right? <laughs> and he KOs Marlon Marais, and this is his fourth straight loss, right? This is a guy that fell far from the from his graces. Did I say that phrase right? Fell from grace. Fell um, from grace. So with this, with a four straight loss, right? When is it time to, you know, just... He might be on the chopping block. Because, look, what you texted me the other day about Greg Hardy getting released, and I was like, well, you know, rightfully so. Like, he yeah, hasn't it, done anything. You know, and it, it's unfortunate for Marlon because he was, like, the guy. I know you remember they were doing all the memes with him with the uh, the anime because he looks like one of so those I think, uh, anime the, characters. Do you remember... I do. I remember right. the memes. I'm for actually sure. impressed because he, he pointed to him as if I really like, do remember. And I was like, "Wow, remember what? What are we remembering?" Were, I don't remember. I don't either. <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who it is because I don't watch anime, but he does look like the character, and the guy knocks people. Okay, out one so part. now I understand what you're saying. Yes, yeah, so I still don't remember though. <laughs> okay, but I do know the the anime guy that looks yeah, like. Marlon but when Ryan. he left Jersey, or, along yeah, with yeah. when he left Jersey along with Edson Barbosa and the Muay Thai coach that was coming out of. 
Catones, Anderson, Franca, and they all went down to ATT, mm. they haven't been winning. Yeah, well, it is what it is. But obviously, what else? What else happened this weekend? With nothing that? happened this weekend. No, he, I'm talking about in that card. Oh no, uh, Santos Literally, lost a fight that he probably should have won. Um, he's another one of those guys. Who's that, Santos? Which there's a billion Santos in the Diago UFC. Diago Santos, the, right, guy, the guy that the, fought the this weekend. Oh, that, that one. Uh, he's another one of those guys. Like, uh, what the fuck's his name? That that uh, everybody thought beat John Jones. The fucking tall skinny. Reyes, what? No, Reyes? not Reyes. Um, no, uh, Gustafson. Alexander Gustafson. Yes. It's like they certain fighters when they do well against John Jones, the rest of their fights just go down the tube because mm. Santos hasn't won since he had that fight. I don't even think Reyes has fought since his. John no, Jones Reyes fight. has gotten the shit beat out of him several times since that fight. Has he? Yeah, one hundred percent. Very recently too, he got he got knocked out bad by Yori. The guy that's about to contend for the title definitely put him down. Okay. Real, so, real violent. John Jones is uh, is a black widow. After you fight him, your career just goes to shit. Seems racist. Well, <laughs> it wasn't racist. Come on, <laughs> stop. But that was like a perfect transition for the old joke that, um, yeah. whatever, man. I'm not going to even say this. What the <laughs> fuck is happening right now? <laughs> Can we you make a rule? Happening? Can we make a rule that, that, that you, you come in here like guns blazing without blazing? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Well, I feel like uh, no I feel like it doesn't. We've bro, done that. Before. I, I, I don't know. I feel like it. I'm not. I'm honestly. I'm not really worried about anyone's opinion on that. No offense, Dave, but I, I mean, think I, I feel like the it. whole the whole chop heads vibe has been that from the the gate, and I think right. it provides at least something. casual. Dave will go fuck himself here because no, no, no. Dave, <laughs> Dave, look, the whole thing is taking a turn here for for obvious reasons. That MMA, just like this week, it doesn't always provide. And like I don't really, I, have, I don't really have an, an interest in talking about these fights where it comes to like, Song Yudong, Kang Murai. I'll Kevin tell you what Lee. I have. I tell you what I have a heavy interest in discussing right now, and that's Jake Paul's tweets. What about yeah. Kevin Lee beating Diego Sanchez? I didn't even know. I knew that that took Is that place bare knuckle because the stare no, down was uh, the only good thing. What? Khabib, yeah. So I have a question, Tommy. Oh, As we're sitting God. here in pre, and we're talking about all the things that we're going to talk about, <laughs> wouldn't you think that Tommy would mention? <laughs> no, the fact because you always say, "I'm not going to talk about that." So I would, <laughs> and, and it's exactly that. what I would have said in pre. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that worked Man, out. But then we would have right? avoided this. We would have avoided this confusion mm. because. Jake Paul's tweet is the big news, and I, I, it really is. I know Khabib's thing was great, and he had an event, but it looked like shit, right? It wasn't. A, it wasn't a really great. You say no. No production value. Out yeah, of that? there was no production value. Just wrestling and, in a basement or fighting in a basement somewhere. And um, you know, it's a Russian organization. You're you're lucky it wasn't actually in a fucking basement, like he said. Well, the Russian MMA has been has been giving in terms of the press conferences, but I haven't really watched any of their events. So, other than like the ones where they do. So what was this four on four? It's medieval. decent. It's on. It's on a fight. What act. is that bitch made Jake Paul in the news for now? What did All right, they do? So Jake Paul. Tweeted to Dana White. Well, he tweeted several things. He he went on a little rampage. First, he said, who wants to get submitted? <laughs> He's been doing this his whole life. And it, it was like a picture of him in middle school wrestling, which, you know, I never took Jake Paul seriously in terms of MMA. But then I saw him throwing kicks and I was like, oh, no, I'm kidding. He, he looked like shit when he was throwing the kicks. But the point that I'm getting at is Conor McGregor can't wrestle at all. Right? Do you not think that if Jake Paul entered the UFC, because this is one of his challenges, that if he fought Conor McGregor, that he would submit Conor in MMA or boxing? And that, what was the guarantees he put out there, Rob? Could you submit him in boxing? No, he would knock him out in boxing and submit him in MMA. That was one of his tweets. And then he issued a challenge to Dana White saying, sign me to the UFC. Right? You got it over there, Rob? I do. I have oh, it here. Right. It's, um, he made some proposals. The, the fighter pay proposal was that each fighter gets 50K per fight and that they receive long-term health care, um, that Jake Paul would retire from boxing immediately, enter USADA, and this was to fight either, J uh, was it Conor McGregor Masvidal, or Masvidal? Mas either one, either one. So either Conor McGregor or Jorge Masvidal in the UFC, right? Dana White has to provide, like I said, 50K to all the fighters, minimum per fight if Jake Paul wins. Long-term health care, so post-career, right? And... If Jake Paul loses, he donates his entire purse to the UFC fighters that were making under 10K a fight or under 50K a fight. So it's like, it's a thing where it's a clout. So then the thing. UFC fighters would be rooting for Jake Paul to lose because his purse goes to them. No, no. Because 
Either way, so it's, it's a win-win, actually. It's a win-win, win-win for the UFC yeah. fighters, okay. and it's definitely a bigger win if Jake Paul wins. Got it. And part of me, and I hate to say this, but part of me almost would give him a chance in either one. Yeah. At this point. And then it WME would, enters the conversation and says, well, where's our money? Who? WME. What's Look, that? the ones who actually own the UFC? Yeah. Uh, oh. Okay, but my point is, Jake Paul, he was talking about wanting Brock Lesnar money, right? <laughs> Or, or CM Punk money, which I don't understand how you make the correlation between those two. If you want CM Punk money, here, take it. <laughs> I'm oh, sure they would sign does it. Does anybody CM know what CM right Punk made? It was a million dollars. He made a million that's dollars. A, that's fine. A but, show? Was it make no, a million? Every UFC fight, it was a million dollars. Deal. Got. Give Jake, Jake yeah. Paul. If Jake Paul fought Conor McGregor in the UFC, it would be the biggest fight in history. I cannot believe that. And was I don't care what anybody day. says as far as like the Khabib thing. Like The sideshow shit sells, clearly. Like Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley sold. Jake Paul versus Tyron Willis two sold. You get what I'm saying? So if like Jake Paul actually made the walk in the octagon and stepped in there against Masvidal or Conor McGregor, that fight would be fucking enormous, right? So one million dollars, two point five million dollars. I'm giving him that easy. Maybe the real risk is you're not so confident that your boys will actually get it done. Because if if you were, if you really thought it was a guarantee, I'm doing it in a heartbeat. Because the money that you're going to make in the return is exponential. No doubt about it. You don't think that the Conor McGregor and Jake Paul fight would sell in the UFC? I'll call 100%. Like you said, people love sideshows, first of all. But if I'm Dana White, do I trust Conor McGregor to go in there and do that? To not take a fall? And I get everyone says, oh, everyone has integrity in the sport. But it's a huge, huge win for every one of those guys in that locker room. If Jake Paul wins. Yeah, that's a good Huge, point. huge good for point. everybody's, not Why just them, but their Sean family. Strickland? Sean Strickland doesn't care who he kills. Nah, it's, it's a big win for if you have kids. It's a big win for your because, family. It's insurance. You're not, you're not getting him to Great. make. You're not getting him to the crossover, and it's not going to be as big of a fight. There's no value oh, in this Sean Strickland fight. Keep going, sorry. It's football news. Oh yeah, I knew it. Um, yeah, Sean Strickland. We don't want to see. Honestly, maybe he'd knock out Sean Strickland too. You never know. But Strickland's, a, Strickland's guy much bigger. way too much credit. No, I'm just trying to hype it up, bro. I I could see that because again, I've said it a million times. A broken down ex New York Nick went two fucking rounds with Jay Leno Jaw. It, no, it doesn't compute to me. I, I think sorry. he went two rounds. First of all, I think all that was set up, and I think everyone he's ever done is set up. And that was the first match he's ever, first box match he ever had. So how, he kind of maybe carried him a little bit before he put him out because he put him out easy. Let's call it what it was. He knocked him out smooth, put him to sleep, and then did it again. You know what I mean? And now look where the kid is. Either way, it's brilliant by the kid. Get as much money 100%. as you can. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm a Jake Paul fan, but I'm a fan of violence and fighting. So it's like controlled violence, I should say, because, you know. And think everybody down, else's everybody. kid get his ass kicked by. If You know what I mean? Yeah, and look. <laughs> but you hate pro wrestling. It's the same thing. Oh, stop. It's definitely not the same thing. And, and stop saying that I hate pro wrestling. I'm not a, really a fan of what pro wrestling is now, but. I grew it's up watching Jake pro Paul wrestling show. It's too. the same fucking thing. His stupid brother is at WrestleMania. Yeah, it's the same fucking thing. <laughs> Look, the point that I'm making is hate the uh, whole family. Jake <laughs> Paul knocked out Tyron Woodley cold, right? I, maybe you could maybe you could see a guy get knocked out in wrestling, right? But it's an accident every time, right? Nobody's like knock me out cold for real. Like do it, do it. You know, <laughs> like true. no, that's not happening. There, it's an accident and it happens. And it's I respect it, and I'm not diminishing what they do. And I'm not saying that they're not world-class athletes. I'm saying that some of them aren't. But you could say that about a first baseman in baseball. You know, they do what they do well, and they whether it be on the mic, and there's a talent, 100%. But, you know, Jake Paul's risking it. You know, reputation and everything. He could go out there and get knocked out. You could sign a backdoor deal all you want. What if the guy don't agree to it? He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go out there and fight, you know? Like, he's still risking it. He's still out there training. I see what he's doing in some of his videos. And just some of the things that he does in terms of, like, uh, the workouts that he's doing, you're not doing that just on a whim. Like, he does that shit. You could tell he's working out. He's He works hard. So you have to at least, as a fight fan, respect some of it. Because at the end of the day, from a pro wrestling standpoint, I could turn it on you and be like, since you love pro wrestling so much, how come you hate Jake Paul? Because he's he's actually kind of doing the, the pro wrestling thing, and he's at, at least going out there and entertaining people. He's he's making Dana White put it all on the line, which 
I love Dana, but as far as these things go, he kind of shuts his mouth because he doesn't have a leg to stand on. Jake Paul's exposing those things in the business that I think we've talked about for months on end that need to be exposed. So I give him credit where it's due. I would still like to see him get knocked out, but I am just saying that I don't know that a washed Masvidal or a potentially washed psychopath, much smaller Conor McGregor is the guy to do it. That's what I'm saying. Now, Strickland, yeah, he's like he could fight at light heavyweight. He is a he is a little undersized for middleweight, but he's a bigger guy. So at least him and Jake Paul are the same size. But that's the thing. They're the same size. In a fight, Jake Paul has knockout power. We've seen it. So could he knock him out? Yes. Will he? Probably not. Who do you th- who do you think? What a, what, a, what an anecdote that was. That was that was a lot. And that was good. But no, it was great. I've never I've never actually looked at Jake Paul in that light until he just shed from the heavens on that one. That, and, that was good. So your I point like it. about the pro wrestling, why I don't like Jake Paul, because when a pro wrestler does it, it's a character. Jake Paul is just a cocksmoker. But but here's the thing. His character is to be a cocksmoker if that's what you're saying. <laughs> then. Like Colby, same thing. You hear about how cool Colby is, you know, outside of when the cameras are off. And then you see him turn the cameras on and it's boom. You know, he he has to be that guy. So there's crossover and all that. Chael Sonnen, come on, bro. Do you think Chael Sonnen doesn't like Brazilians at all? Like he trains with a well, lot. He's you know, that's that just a, a common Chael thing. Chael Sonnen just admitted that it's a character. I haven't heard anybody talk about Jake Paul as being a character. You mean the original gangster from but, but, Portland, but, but Oregon? Why would you? <laughs> it, it will be like, and, and I'll equate it to this. It will be like a, a character in a movie. Being like in the middle of the movie, being like, "Yo, guys, I'm I'm not Forrest Gump. I'm actually Tom Hanks." You know what I mean? Like he's, he's in the movie right now. Like Jake Paul is in the movie. That's great. Like the Fuck movie's him. still going on, but in ten years when it's all over, I don't have to like him just because you want to wipe the sweat fantastic. off his brow after he fucks you. Look, I don't, buddy. I don't, Ew, I don't. Good lord, I don't. I'm, I'm you're, you're, you're not understanding how I'm looking at this with some duality. Like I, as a fight fan, but he's not. I kind of want to see him not get knocked out. Fans have said this shit constantly. It's one thing when fans say it. It's different when a guy that has actual leverage in the sport and or in the... I don't think he has leverage. In the no, realm. I think he no, has leverage. But he for has... Sure. What do you mean? Look at how many followers he has. Oh, he has leverage. I, I'm a fan. I, I'm, a, I'm We're trying talking to be about a it right personality. Now. We're talking about it right now. But my point being is when you have people at a millions at a clip following you on your, your several platforms, you have leverage. You know what I mean? Like he has the ability to expose Dana White in a way that nobody else has because... Either A, you're not in a position to, or Dana White could sue you or this. They could try all that shit with Jake Paul. Freedom, you could say whatever the fuck you want. You know what I mean? Like you're issuing challenges, albeit they're not real. You know, you you know, it's like one of those things, you know he's not going to take these things seriously. And Dana White will scoff at it all. But the reasons being is because there's a risk of, of him losing. You know, and I say him, I mean Dana White losing and Jake Paul winning. And if you can't acknowledge that, you know, Jake Paul's smart. He's picking, handpicking two guys that are famous and kind of on the downward spiral right now. I we think need a fight. Yeah. Both guys need a fight. And both guys are in the money business. They're in the prize fighting business where it's like either one of those guys would be down. I think Masvidal would be down 100%. Masvidal more But I don't know that Connor would actually be down because Connor sees a potential bigger guy and... You could you always talk the shit because the same reason why Jake Paul's doing what he's doing to Dana White would be why Connor would say, Oh, step in the octagon because you know it's not actually a reality. But if it ever did become a reality, I would I mean, you're telling me that if right now as we're talking about this, there's not a shred of doubt in your mind that, that Connor would win that fight or potentially lose it? I think Connor would destroy him. I think, think Mastival has a better shot of getting knocked out than or losing to Jake Paul than I don't Connor know. I, I just I think, think Connor like, eats him alive. Man. I just think on sheer size, Masvidal is a better wrestler than Connor by far. I know that it didn't show this week, but he didn't train right, and Jake Paul is not going to be a wrestler. You know, Masvidal is a is a very good defensive wrestler, and he has good jujitsu things like that. I don't think Connor does. I don't think Connor's choking anybody out. He was only a wrestler in one fight, and it was after he was already knocked out on his feet by Nate. He's not out there taking dudes down at a high level, uh, and with even minimal wrestling experience and size that could be a neutralizer on the ground i think it turns into a straight boxing match and when you have a guy the size of connor fighting a guy like jake paul anything could happen that's true i think jake paul gasses out within the first three minutes but so does connor connor can get a second win though interesting interesting 
Well, hi Dave. Uh, Welcome to the show. Hey, what's up? Uh, anyway, this week you got UFC coming up. Dan Hooker versus Arnold Allen. A little Patty Pimblet action. Patty Pimblet. Everybody Pim- loves Patty Pimblet. You said you you call him the modern day Darren Till. Yeah, before. he reminds me of a Till where he just blows up. It's like uh, who's the old boxer? Fucking. There's only one Ricky, Ricky Hatton, Hatton. <laughs> where he just blows the fuck up in in between fights, and that's what Pimblet did. Did you see pictures of him recently? He yeah, looks he like he's 330 he pounds. For, uh, <laughs> barstool sports, like yeah, I think he's a barstool fighter now. Good for him. Who? Honestly, I no, I, like doesn't he go and like try food for them? Yeah, my point being, he's like a barstool athlete. He's Who, sponsored Pimblet? by barstool. Yeah, oh. Patty the Batty. All right, cool. Right? He's a scouser. Uh, I guess the next big fight would be. UFC 273, right? I mean, that's the that's the next one we can preview within depth. I mean, that's Korean Zombie versus Volkanovski, Peter Yan, Aljamain Sterling, and Gilbert Burns against Kamzat. Uh, Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling, allegedly. I still just I I you I guys both yeah, but you guys too. said the same thing about the Colby no, fight. No, but 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 uh, Aljamain Sterling has been gatekeeping that belt ever since he. Won it in a. It's been like two years. Now. Yeah, bro. Wait a minute. Like, is that the same like guy who won the fight on the DQ? Bro, we yeah. did it. We did the. <laughs> we did the right. live. We did the UFC live for that event. You could go back and watch us watching it. Like, oh my god. Yeah. You know, I was in my basement. It was all fucked up. Yeah. But that was like one of the first. That things was one we of did. the first things that we did. Mm-hmm. Were you a part of that? No. No. Why no. Not? Just me and you. Was it was me, you, and Jorge. Companion. Yeah. We brought on Jorge. I was doing a fight companion with for fight book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loser. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't invited onto the to the. That's that's show false. Yet. That's absolutely that false. that had to be false. Hundred percent. Yeah, false. there wouldn't be an MMA thing without you in it, so that would make well, no, no sense. Because no, you were big time. Was it that brand new that there was? Was there even a podcast yet? Yeah, maybe or what? No, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't no, know. We, we were early, bro. Like we're if you look at the numbers of these episodes, they're getting up there. We were doing this the same week as Jimmy, so Jimmy's on a year. So I guess look at the date of the Sterling All right. fight. <sighs> Sorry, you know how much trouble I got in. Do you know how much trouble I got in on Jimmy's podcast for yawning? Two episodes straight. Like I'm recording. He's I'm producing. Oh uh, well, you I know yawn, this is his shit's so like, riveting. Well, hey, yeah, his crazy episodes. Me. No, Jimmy's a good dude. It's funny. I Actually, go check out Jimmy Palumbo's comedy show at April first, baby. Let's get it done. Speaking of like all the live reads, Dave. Yeah. Wait. Listen. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, introducing the newest sponsor that the Chopheads Combat Sports Podcast, and that's Dudes Gourmet. It's time to give those other big seasoning companies a big f you. They've been lying to you for years. They manipulate numbers, round down the calorie counts, add shit that's not even food quality without your knowledge. Dudes Gourmet is here and is the best all-natural seasoning. No additives, filler, no cooking agents, none of that, just pure flavor. Check them out, dudesgourmet.com. Pick your favorite rubs, including Sweet Baby Jesus, Espresso Rub, The Real Steak Poppy. Right, he told me to do all the funny ones, so I did that. So wait. The Real Steak Poppy. (laughs) Is it The Real Steak Poppy, or is it The Real Steak Poppy? Poppy, that's what. you just did, this is like paying homage to your- Totally. Everything, (laughs) Everything minus the bagel, and here, fishy, fishy. These seasonings and rubs go with your favorite steaks, chicken, seafood, vegetables, and more. Put dudes on any and everything to give it that extra roundhouse kick to your meal. I added that because it was combat sports. I just roundhouse kick. All right. Uh, Follow them on social media at Dudes Gourmet. And right now they're doing a free shipping for orders over $50 using the code OSHIP, capital O, SHIP. Visit them, dudesgourmet.com. And, of course, also the Feel Good Factory. This episode is brought to you in part by the Feel Good Factory established in 2017 for high-quality CBD products, all products manufactured right in Long Island, New York, at an ISO 6 clean room, which I'm assuming is sterile. (laughs) I would assume that everything's being done at a clean room. They create everything from creams, gummies, even pet products, always third-party tested, curated with quality ingredients, they offer free shipping throughout the U.S. and offer curbside delivery Monday and Fridays. Call 888-888-519-1139. I, wow, is my numbers just completely shot there. 888-519-1139 today or visit thefeelgoodfactory.com. Instagram, thefeelgoodfactorycbd. I did sample these things. And they work. <laughs> my first run in on, on CBD yeah, products. Was, we'll just say Dave was a changed man. Yeah, that was a little right? weird. Uh, but where's, yes, where's so my, where's my product? We we want to thank the field. Well, you'll they I was at, they were at the wrestling event, uh, Wrestle Pro, oh. and they gave out samples. And I was like, I don't know what the hell this is. Here's a gummy. I'm like, do I eat the whole thing? Do I eat half of it? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, 
And then I started seeing things. I was hallucinating. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it was good shit. So thank you guys to the Feel Good Factory and Dudes Gourmet for officially sponsoring the Chop Heads Combat Sports Podcast. But now we'll actually take a real break and we'll come back. A lot of wrestling to talk about. There's some sad news. There's some good news. Uh, but we'll get into that right after the break. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it. They got it. Go see Craig and Janine right now. All right, welcome back to Chop Heads to Combat about Eagle Sport. <laughs> Combat Sports Podcast right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network, and I guess the the, the rivalry has not stopped over yeah, here. No, we're one one. I felt bad about how I called him piece of shit Tommy in the beginning of the that show. That was a really shitty. And then intro. he fumbled, he made me mess up, bro. Like I had my my Jake Paul thing lined up. You know what we call that? Phone. You know what we call that? Karma. No, we call that we call that piece <laughs> of shit Tommy. <laughs> So it's one one. I might have All taken right. a slight so, lead with that one. You obviously, got your receipt. Now we're on the wrestling portion. You lot got of, your receipt. A lot of pro wrestling to talk about. Uh obviously we'll get more into the Scott Hall situation right now. He is as we're recording this, it is five o'clock on the East Coast on Monday, March the fourteenth, and Scott Hall is still with us. Uh, but he was taken off life support four hours ago as we record this. It's a very unfortunate turn of events. We'll get into that um in a little bit. Because uh, it deserves more attention than just a brush over, you know. Yeah. But I did want to lead in with that. Um, so I'm Mexican now. <laughs> Second yeah, um, I, I did. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, that was pretty dope. I I was offered a, a position um, by Josh Chernoff, Josh uh, yeah. of Fight TV. He came to me about 48 hours before this event, and he said, "Can you do the English commentary for the AAA event going down in Mexico on Saturday?" And at, right away, I was like. Do I got to go to Mexico? And they're like, no, uh, they have this thing. It's a great studio. You got to see this thing, actually. It's pretty dope. The way they set it up where you're actually watching it live in Mexico and calling the action. It was me and a longtime uh, colleague of mine, um, uh, Larry Dallas. Wait, you went somewhere? I didn't go it? anywhere. I was right here. I was sitting in this spot to do the, the, the broadcast. Um, me and Larry Dallas. I met Larry Dallas when I went to Sirius and uh, Sirius busted open. I was Isn't sitting Larry in Dallas from Three's Company. Yes, not him though. Different Larry Dallas. This Larry Dallas has been in traveled the world. He's he's done a lot of cool things. How is there two Larry Dallas? I don't know. He's the second. What do you want to tell you? But uh, it's amazing. He definitely he uh, he and I met uh, in 2014 when I was recovering from ACL. I was brought in by Dave Lagreca of Busted Open. He brought me in to observe the show. Now you don't know this probably don't know this dave lagreca was my broadcasting teacher he's saying you you being rob i'm rob sorry i'm pointing at rob because you had some context and maybe you didn't know this either yet. and maybe you didn't know this either and speaking of on camera the fight tv more than likely will be picking us up to start after wrestlemania congratulations yeah so we'll, we'll see nothing official yet i don't like count my chickens but this triple a event in mexico was obviously the promoter of that one is conan k-dog to some people conan and we had a pre-production meeting on friday I, I think I was texting you during it or after yeah. it or so. I said, I, and I was probably texting yeah. him too. I was like, I am so fucked. Like, cause just the way we had this interview it was me, Larry Dallas, Keith, uh, this guy, Keith, um, who was one of the bigger wigs at fight TV and Conan. And we're like going over the card. And first and foremost, he's like, Dave, how versatile are you? How versed are you in the Lucha? And I was like, Truth be told, Mr. Conan, uh, I have no experience and whatsoever. He said it like Conan, so he was like, "Oh, none." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had. I was like, no experience, no knowledge of their product. Do I know what Lucha is? Yes. Do I know who comes out of? Did I watch Lucha Underground? Yes. You know what I mean? Is like Starman a Lucha? No, he was just. A, he's actually from outer space. So, yeah, so totally. Intergalactical yeah. Lucha. Yeah. Well, last week he played for the Dallas Cowboys and just got cut by the UFC. 
Oh, that was his. That was his Craig Hardy joke, and that one fell flat again. Imagine that. It wasn't meant to be funny this time. Um. Anyway, so well, good thing because it wasn't. I had this pre-production meeting. I'm dominating Tommy now. (laughs) I had this meeting, and he was like, "So you're no, you're not qualified. You're not qualified to do this job." And I was like. You're right, sir. You know, like, I'm not qualified. I was like, but I will tell you this. I've been calling WrestlePro for six years. I've been in broadcasting since 07. So, like, I am qualified. I just don't know your people. Not like that. Like, I don't know the characters. Is I don't. like, what do you mean, your people? <laughs> I'll smack you right in the head. And I've met Conan before. He doesn't remember that. Um, I've met him when I was booked for Impact to do Bound for Glory a couple years ago as a ring announcer, right? And did you know about that? that I, I didn't know you did Bound for Glory. No. I did Bound for Glory that, as a ring announcer awesome, <laughs> in the back, right? So all they heard was my voice at first, but then for the main event, it was Morrison against Austin Aries. When Austin Aries no sold the ending? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? I was you the there? ring announcer for that. Cool. Go back dude. and watch it. I'm literally in the middle of the ring doing my thing. He no sells it and rolls out. However, please. the biggest blunder I could have on pay-per-view is from he's Johnny Morrison is from Slamtown, USA. I says from Slam City. He jumps off the top rope and looks at me. He goes, Slam Town, bro. And like in the middle of a pay-per-view. And I'm like, oh, on the shit. mic. On the mic. Like <laughs> I was like, from Slam Town. Like I just had to like redo it. But it, like obviously, and they like the got this is this is now New York. They're booing the shit out of me at this point. I'm just like, I'm just gonna get out of here and get the fuck out of Dodge. But anyway, that's when I met Conan, or at least I knew of him, right? Mm-hmm. And I told him that. He's like, I don't remember that. I was like, all right, cool. So I left a good impact, obviously. No pun. Well, impact. it's a good thing that he is that he didn't remember it. If it would have been the one thing that because he of my botched, of you right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. So it's like you know. So well, he's, no he's, he's going. He's going over all these names and these storylines going into the AAA thing, and I'm just like, I don't know what he's talking about. And I was like, all right, well, I got 24 hours to crunch, and I did that. And I was like, it's time to go on. There's a Lucha Wiki which, by the way, wow. is the phenomenal website of just to look up. It's like your Wikipedia, but for Lucha nice. superstars. I didn't know that. So I taught myself everything. Here's the kicker. And, uh, you know, you guys probably knew this, and I didn't. They pass down names in yes. Lucha. Yes, they do. So for somebody to be named something, it, it might not be the same guy. Like La Parga, right? Yeah, yeah. L.A. Park, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, yep. there's fucking seven of them. Yeah. And I'm just like, cool, which one do I get? <laughs> you know, like, I had no idea. So... Me and Larry Dallas. You have the the son. Right. I mean, there's just it's it's lineage, and you're just like, cool. But like, here I am, me and Larry Dallas, who have never worked together. Like I said, I met him back in 2014. I think there was a nasty taste. I was a very immature in 2014 in the professional wrestling world. I was blindly following one crowd, and I didn't give a lot of people a chance. One of them being Larry Dallas. I was just kind of blindly following my boys and saying like, oh, they don't like them. Then I don't like them. You know what I mean? Like, and that was so dumb of me back then because I met the guy. I re-met him via text. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, I saw the name in the rundown sheet. And I was like, I don't know who this is. And they're like, you sure you don't know him? I was like, I don't know who this guy is. And then he texted me. He goes, yo, it's LD, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, LD. I was like. Lawrence something else. I was like, are you Larry Dallas? And he's like, Larry David. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, holy shit, dude. I was like, I had no idea. Seinfeld. That's crazy. You know? And he's like, yo, I heard it was you coming in. I'm pumped to work with you. And in my head, I'm like, well, I wasn't that good of a guy back, you know, when you met me. So I don't know why you're pumped to work with me, but shit. He's putting you over maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was, dude, super nice dude. He's been around the world. He's the, the, uh, the English commentator for Dragon Gate, too. Oh, wow. Really? So he does a lot of shit, right? Nice. He, he's, and now he's booked on AAA all the time. Uh, he actually worked with, who's the play-by-play for MLW? Oh, I forget the Bor- 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 Not Borash. Um, Bor- whatever. Don Borowski? You know that name? Does that name ring a bell? Be it. I don't anyway, remember. he did last week's Raya Del Rey or Reyes Del Rey. Isn't it Dombrowski, the guy that just broke the news on... Um Different guy, buddy. Different guy. Different sport. Uh, but anyway, so we had a ball. I got to learn a lot about the Lucha scene. Uh, you know, some of the guys, there, there was Mystery Iguana. There was like, there's characters that are just hilarious, but amazing stars. That main event that I got to call, Larry uh, Davis, uh, I'm sorry, Larry Dallas said it. He goes, I would call that shit for free. That's how good it was. It was Vikingo versus uh, Flameta. Those two guys, if you got a chance to watch this match, it's like, I, I I wish I gave more time and dedication to that Lucha scene because boy, oh boy, they're fucking good. When MLW wow. was just down in uh, in Tijuana, yeah. they had a lot of those guys wrestling 
the MLW guys. Uh, yeah. Like I told you, Octagon Jr. One of them went against Hammerstone. Uh, I forget which uh, one. Pagano. I forget which Hammerstone. one it was. But anyway, uh, so. There was a few of them. Octagon Jr. was an attack match. Octagon. Yeah. Octagon. And I thought it was the guy, they got a guy named Taurus. It's Taurus. You know, and I tried my best, man. I did. I, I wasn't, I'm not Spanish by any stretch, but I was just like, look, I'll do the best. I'm not going to roll any R's or anything like that, but I will give them the respect of their pronunciation of their name without sounding like I'm a, a complete total white dude trying to just butcher shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Butcher nobody's completely name sounding right. exactly what I am. <laughs> you know what? Though? I always wondered how that was done. Like. How they do the English version of it. Are there English comments? You know what the worst part is? I heard in my ear the Spanish announced team the entire time. And like, oh, wow. So I'm like talking over them, and it, it was rough. It was like I was hearing Larry, and everything I was fine. If they were hearing you. Even if they did, they probably, maybe they understood me. I don't know. But the best, the, the one thing that Conan, the, this is the hardest part about all of this. Conan wanted, he wants going forward. Uh, people to know the product. I listened to the the keeping it one hundred with, with the, you know he told me Disco Inferno he came out. He, uh, Rob came at me and said, "Dude, you got to listen to this podcast." He's looking for a guy that they can book going forward because everybody just sucks. You know they they either can't they don't know the guys. There was one match every guy had the same mask, and I was like, <laughs> "Come on, like I no shot that I'm gonna get this." The hardest part was when they did promos. Like Conan gave me a summary of what the promos were gonna be, but I was like. I, I don't know what they're saying. I have no idea. And then, like, whenever they said something with, like, emphasis, I, I was just like, whoa. You know, like, but I, I had no, it could have said, like, it's sunny outside. And I would be like, oh, my God, he said it's sunny outside. But, like, but I wouldn't know. You know, I have no idea. But Conan going forward wants to be in my ears to translate. That's what he was saying on the podcast that they were like. Right, and they still haven't figured while. that out yeah, yet. Said that, like, they haven't always had English commentaries. They're, they haven't been on T in American TV either. I think it's like this might have been like their first or second, second show. Second show. On TV. So like, would it, 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 it be on the L Ray Network? I now, don't they, know. They premiere these things live. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it sucks because the internet is so fast nowadays with results and things like that. But, I mean, like, there's, there's no value in, like, just playing it like an hour later you know like like as a like pro, the, like produced different yeah. time zones i guess you know how that works out but, but yeah i mean I'm this saying, thing like went it off would, at it would six. give you time to actually translate instead of having to do it in real time because that presents obviously what we're talking about just thinking from a production standpoint that's presenting the major issue is to right. like actually have dave understand what the promos are Without he gave us cliff notes, and that like we even said, Larry. Larry went on there and said, like, "Hey, listen, you listen, you're, you'll hear from this guy, and at the end, we'll try to give you a summary." We already knew the summary, but it was like, "How do you not live react to a promo yeah, if you can?" That's you know, where, that's the whole thing, is right? Like, but even in a weird way, and I, I don't mean to sound, but like when you're watching these, um, like the Ninja Warrior events and these things, and the and the look at a UFC the, post when they're. When they pronounce things the wrong way, or I shouldn't even say that, when they get excited about things that aren't really exciting, and it's like done in another language, it almost adds value to it. Like you watch these Japanese American shows where there's like voiceovers and shit like that. Mm -hmm. I think it's fucking funny. So maybe there's maybe. value in it, and I don't know. Well, here's I have the to important question: it, Was he happy with what you did? I have not heard anything yet. So um, there's a podcast that just dropped literally like an hour ago, and I haven't listened to it yet. So oh, I don't shit. know if it's when they is, did is it, it, but him? it's a new one. Yeah, it's a uh, new well, one. Well, there's a good chance that it's not. It's oh, a new one. Monday. Usually they do it once a week. They have the guy come on from AAA. I forget his name. Uh, he comes on their show and he talks about the previous show. And trust me, they've been talking about it for a month. How terrible the English commentators are how they're waiting to find a good one as soon as he told me they were given the opportunity i told him like bro you better study you better be on top of it because this is a pretty like serious has news to show me or something nah, i was just a nice little cap number of what jc jackson got 82 million dollars <laughs> like a lot of money well uh, well hopefully it, he could cover that 81 million dollar 84 Wait, he, he's just a little bit worse than well uh we'll we'll go over that tomorrow on the daily um but yeah so it was it was a great show you want to look at it this way i haven't heard anything from conan yet i told my buddy pat kenny Who's uh, Simon Diamond to the to the old nice. wrestling fans? A friend of mine, friend of everybody's. He's, he's a Colonia guy, as everybody likes to say. Um, I said, I was like, dude, you're friends with Conan. Go find out if I did okay, you know. So yeah, but it, let's all I know is I submitted my invoice today to get paid. If I don't get paid, that means <laughs> I suck. Let's say this is the only one that you do. You got the experience. Oh, it was, dude, awesome, awesome time, awesome wrestling, great action. And maybe now it opened you up to watch more lucha. Yeah, hundred percent. I will. Because it was that has exciting. There, has there been any consistent people whatsoever? Like, meaning like... No, there hasn't. So so the point being is, 
It's not like they needed somebody in a fill-in. Like they need somebody. I, I would, yeah, but I was a fill-in apparently. Y- yes, yes but, because they had somebody, somebody that the guy comes on and talks about the Lucha thing. He said, well, because he's like, oh, this guy's really good. And he's like, well, he's really good because he used to work with you. Like, so you recommended him. Yes. And I guess that guy must have backed out or got sick or something because that was last week's episode and then you got the spot. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't know nobody so, really knows what happened. So, meaning that if it was a one-off, it's because that guy was already lined up and it was a one-time deal where he couldn't make it. So I wouldn't really beat myself up over it. Oh, I'm not beating myself up at all. This is the me all. being nice portion of the episode because I... I no, no, no. I, I, would ne- I would not take it... Aff- I would not take any... Speed. I beat up Tommy verbally. <laughs> I would take no offense to never being brought back, but I would like, you know, I, I, I can do it again, I think. I think. I don't know. I well, would have you, to... If you did would, it... And you think you did well the first time? You would imagine that you're if, going to be better if I the got, second time. And as you get a knowledge of these, without these, disclo- uh, without disclosing disclosures. what I got paid, it was the biggest payday I've ever had in broadcasting, and I've been doing this for fucking fourteen years. Congratulations! That's what it's biggest about, payday though. I've ever had. So it's just like in one shot. I'm saying, like I've been contracted, and I've been you know able to do other things within professional wrestling. This is the biggest one day payday ever. So I was like, if you come back to me and say, by the way, you're the new guy, you got to do this twice a month. I'm getting you're a new studying. car. I'm getting a new car. <laughs> All right. I mean, so you're just looking for a AAA. Basically, it's just going to be on Fight TV, right? Because yeah. I, I don't see it anywhere else. I mean, like, the, Fight TV has a, a deal worked out with a lot of promotions, as you know, um, where it's, I believe if I'm, I don't want to overstep and say that they're, they're numbers, but I believe it's a 50-50 split. So if, let's just say arbitrarily, each time you want to, 20 bucks for a pay-per-view, AAA gets 10 Fight gets 10. I feel like when Chop Sports ends up uh, setting up our version of Rough and Rowdy, that it could be broadcast on Fight TV. I think so, too. Like, I'm going to beat the shit out of Tommy or somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm going to find somebody. Maybe Kenny Levine. One of these guys that really just bother me in the comments that I don't have actual beef with. So we do it for business. Yeah. And And pleasure. Uh, So, yeah, that was my story, man. I had a good time. It was... was, uh, you know, once in a, you got to get yelled at on the phone by Conan. Yeah, awesome I mean, it enough. wasn't really like you could just tell he was a little angry at the fact that I had no knowledge of it. But I don't think he anticipated me to deliver like I delivered. I think I delivered. I think I actually I I wasn't resting. Like I was, I didn't sleep that night. The next morning, I started watching YouTube. I watched the previous show. I watched every. I've never, and this is not to say I don't do this for WrestlePro, but I know everybody at WrestlePro. So like when I go there and I can I can sit down at a chair. And call the next match because I know both of those guys. You know what I mean? And you can understand the promos. And you know, and I can understand the promos. Yeah. So shout out to Josh. Got me the gig. Had a good time. Um, so now in bigger wrestling news, obviously, we all watched you I don't know if you saw it, because I mean it made its way around, but Big E getting dropped on his head. Boy. That was bad, man. Dude, I thought for sure that he'd never walk again. Never. I was like, that was brutal and that's what comes with the territory of professional wrestling man it was rough to watch that but to know that he went out there and and literally like went on a instagram live or whatever or instagram post or twitter whatever the twitter. hell he did came out and like with a neck brace couldn't even see like couldn't like move he was like hey guys i can move my fingers everything's cool looks like just a broken neck no big deal i was like what i was like i need more people out there in this world like big e that could just Except the fact that you just broke just your broken neck. neck. A broken neck with no surgery. No yeah. surgery, right. Listen, Taz talks about it all the time. It's not about strength when you do a suplex. It's about literally, you know, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Uh, technique. Timing. Technique and t- timing. And it just, I don't, Rich Holland wasn't there. I think Biggie's a pretty big dude. Dude, that's yeah. a lot of weight to come down on your own neck. And it was, I watched it a lot of times just to see, like, you know, what went wrong. Like, I, you know, I've been taught how to throw a release suplex. You got to time it correctly. Or that can happen, happen, just like yes. that. So it was rough, but he's good. Uh, it's going to be a little while of recovery. Um, other news, I guess you could say. Did you see the debut of Butch? Why did you see it? I don't understand why they do that. Why? Why not just so leave? Anyway, just to give you some context, there's a, a wrestler, Pete Dunn, one of the better wrestlers that they've ever acquired. I think. Like he's he, giving me the context. Guys. He's British. He's British. Comes from England. Has that fight style, right? And for whatever reason, the WWE has this has this problem where they have such a cool character and they and they, they just murder it. And they say, no, 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 you're not Pete Dunne anymore. You're not that killer. You're Butch. And you're just this fighter from England. Like, they just... You're a 1910s uh, alleyway 
fighter from Dublin. Basically, WWE <laughs> has their own version of Peaky Blinders. Yes, like that's exactly yeah. it yeah. right there. This might be your guy. <laughs> like, he might be your guy. Um, and he breaks fingers. And he, so. yeah, and he's just well, I not. Mean, they're notorious for bad names. I mean, think about it. Stone Cold Steve Austin was almost called Fang McFrost. I mean, well, yeah, I but I mean, lately it's a little ridiculous what they're doing <laughs> with names. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, off air. No, he is not. Um, not even close. Uh, but anyway, so from that. One, wrong company. Uh, that's AEW, but good thinking. <laughs> Uh, wow, Scoop just hit me up. Uh, he said that he's like, you guys still want me to do the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Tell him you're going to call well, you know him. What? I did. I was thinking about we were doing it through StreamYard when I talked to him because I actually called Scoop, but that was for other reasons. Other business. But um, I was thinking we were going to be streaming. We're not streaming, so we can't send the link. Right, right, right. And we don't have the headphones because we have four people. So shall we, Scoop? From but he can't come on the Daily Show tomorrow and talk tournament. As a consolation. <laughs> From one announcer to another, did you see Pat McAfee and Austin Theory? Yeah, bro. McAfee, bro. Wait, Pat McAfee jumped over the table and whooped his <laughs> right, Like, ass, mounted dude. him, and bro, when I, I, mean, I tell you- beat the piss out of yo, him. Yo, work, workers' punches or not, he looked like he was laying in, it and I like, was like, yeah. somebody got to go teach Pat well, how to he, throw he a punch amped, in wrestling. He to be a part of WrestleMania, and you, know, you saw it with Vince McMahon. It's hard for me to watch Pat McAfee's show. I actually have to put the phone down- and listen, because he moves too much. Like, he makes my anxiety go through the roof <laughs> when he's doing his Fucking show. love it. Yeah, no, he's he's the fucking man. Um, so, yeah, so that Austin Theory thing was awesome. Um, but speaking of Austin, that's going down. Yeah, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He answers the Sting, challenge. Sting is inspiring everybody, I guess. Sting did it a couple weeks ago. According to good JR, yeah. Stone Cold is too happy about doing this. No, I keep telling you. You literally Bell's palsied your face? Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way to do JR. Such Black a gold. scumbag. Um, wow. I keep telling Chris, oh, they keep printing this free money, man. Stone Cold wants that $15 million a year. They're offering him $15 million, dude. Is that, what you, is that what it is? Saudi has been offering him to do like the Saudi fights that, that Goldberg Well, Saudi's guys. got more money than God. So, and yeah. they've been offering him, uh, they said 10 and WrestleMania was supposed to be $5 million. Every year, $15 million they offer him. He turns it down. So what the hell is he getting paid for Mania? Uh, who knows, dude. So it's got I mean, uh, or it's been since could, 2003. He, well, here's the thing. He can drive there. Like it's well, like too. fucking Texas, so that's why he's doing it. Yeah, um, I don't think it's really a match though. No, nah, he. I'm hearing it's the Kevin it's a Owens match. show. So, yeah, so it's like a Piper's Pit kind of thing. So yes, exactly. So I don't know if it's gonna be a match either. He said he's gonna open up a can of whoop ass, right? But like that could be any. That could be just doing a promo verbally. You know, open up a can of verbal whoop ass. Well, they, right. Look, it's stunner versus stunner. Somebody is getting a stunner. I really don't think it's Stone Cold. I mean, do we all agree that we can actually predict what happens? Because he's going to stun. Predict. He's going to stun a they, bunch. They're of not going to bury Kevin. O I mean, Kevin Owens ain't going to beat Stone Cold if there's a match at WrestleMania. What if they're in? What if they're in cahoots? Who's Kevin Owen actually beefing with right now? I'm gonna no, but he's just nobody. shitting on Dallas, Texas. Yeah, he's just, been just, It's the way that wrestling works. Can Can I make a bold prediction? Sure. So did I just spark? An idea in mm -hmm. your head? Yeah, I you did, it. actually. Uh, this is the bold prediction of what happens at WrestleMania. KO show, right? They do their thing. Uh, Kevin Owens comes out, shits on Texas. Here comes Stone Cold. He kicks Stone Cold right in the dick of some variation. Starts stomping out Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right in the Texas rattlesnake. Leaves him for, for dead. Leaves him, just beats the shit out of him. Doesn't get a stunner off. Just stomps just him because him he just kicked him right in the, right in the dick. Gong hits. Undertaker come out, beat up Kevin Owens to the point where after Kevin Owens is done getting beat up because only Taker could do so much, right? Then he gets stunned by Austin Taker and Taker and fucking Austin do the ching. Goodbye. But then it would be like this: Owens gets buried. Owens gets buried, but that's a moment, dude. But he would you know want what? that. I would take Kevin Texas Owens would probably take too. that too. Right. There'd be fans probably crying. The only in the person that I could see, and I don't know the ins and outs of the business, but I would say that. If you brought Undertaker into Stone Cold's moment, that might be the only wrestler that you could see possibly letting Stone Cold share the, the spotlight with. But being that he gets his ass beat and then saved by the Undertaker, I think that Stone Cold would have an issue with that. Well, because I, like it's no, gonna be like he, no, but then he gets he gets his shit. Stunner, but yeah. like yeah, it's like moment. finish him off. Like I hear, clean him up. You but, know, Undertaker but, comes in. Well, both uh, Texas guys. I just that's, that's why I said that, Texas. And Undertaker's going into the Hall of Fame this, right. that weekend, yeah, so it'd be his be doing there. the beer bash. But does Undertaker does Undertaker like now? 
I'm not a big wrestling guy, but I've never associated Undertaker with Texas. I associated him with the afterlife and like you know, American badass. Oh, dude, it could be badass taker. Oh man. Comes yeah. out in the fucking on the bike, you know? With Kid Rock playing the song, playing oh, the I men. just fucking set the whole narrative here. <laughs> you did. Dude, I mean, are we doing a main? I should be a fucking writer for the So we're gonna do what, what, what I, I think we're gonna do is just one night here, like at the studio, Saturday night. So me and me and me and Rob are trying to figure this out. Like, obviously, Roman and Brock are on Sunday. Do you leave Stone Cold for Saturday? Or do you stack them both? I think you do that Saturday. Right. So then I think we could be I a mean, part you're of it. you're going to have the same amount of viewers no matter what. Yeah, no shit. I'm just saying. For like, the people that are there. I hate. I still hate the fact that it's two days, by the way. It's too much, dude. It. But we used to say, like, I can't believe WrestleMania is seven hours long. That's what we used and to say, poor, too. That poor Connor kid actually sat there for that whole... Titanium shin bones. That's just what so left. Titanium shin bones. kid actually oh, sat there guy. when it was that whole... What are talking about that? What Connor kid? The Connor's cure, I think he's oh, talking bro. about. God, Why are we talking about that right now? This is what Tommy does. We just talked about... He, he talked about... Look, uh, I can't even make a Diego Sanchez joke what? because All it's in relation All I'm saying is he sat there throughout the whole event when it was one night. I am the mountain. That's Diego Sanchez. That's the <laughs> highlight of the fucking rice. weekend with Diego Sanchez. This guy's talking about the Mountie over here. Oh, oh my God. God. No, 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 anyway. No, the Mountie. Awesome all right. Body. All right. Yes, Let's, it does suck that it's yeah. two nights. That yeah, I don't like, like that at all. Because then you I have wonder. to like, you have to guess. As the, Let's just say you're only available on Sunday. You know? And like, yes, you'll get to watch and catch up because it's on demand. It's it's there. But like the whole two night thing sucks. I, I don't know. I I can't but get behind that. If you buy a ticket to WrestleMania, do you get it for both nights? No, you have no, to no, no shot. No. It's my like, friend went it's last like, year. Ah. My buddy was selling. My buddy and it's by like the way, going to one of these music festivals, you got to buy a weekend. Pass. The Dallas Cowboys season ticket holders get first dibs at some of these pre-sale stuff. So I had a couple of my friends hit me up like, "Yo, you want to go to Mania?" And I'm just like, "No." Do you see NXT is like twelve o'clock Saturday? Yes. At the, is it at the same? It has to be. Ha- so the, the, it's got to be those fans are going to WrestleMania too. How know. do you get all them people out of there before seven o'clock? Okay, so maybe they won't. Maybe they'll go to like the reality. Maybe they go to the Dallas Mavericks the, the, arena. The, the truth for is. That. The truth is, they, they probably yeah, they probably won't have. Yeah, it'll be. Next you could definitely door. make both shows. And yeah. And they could definitely get them out by then. No way in hell. Because there's well, eighty thousand people. There's not gonna. There's gonna be two things. One, if you're going to NXT, the chances are you're, you're also probably going, doing both. Yeah, you're doing both. You're just making it a whole thing. And two, it's like. I don't think it's going to be at the uh, AT and T. I don't think that NXT at all. is so unwatchable. I no, it's I, not. I, I so think it's a lot better now, that's, dude. And that's another point that I was going to make. I'm not sure what kind of numbers they're doing, but I doubt WrestleMania weekend NXT is going to sell a bunch of tickets. NXT sells a lot, dude. Anything you do wrestling wise in Dallas that weekend will all the fit. That's why they're going there because every every wrestling promotion, big wrestling promotion, anywhere WrestleMania is, yeah, the it. whole it's week like is, is like that. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yes. All right. So anyway, WrestleMania's card is developing as it goes, and we're about less than a month away, obviously, until uh, then. So. Oh, nobody's going to be pointing at the sign anymore. In a I know. Weeks. Sucks. Right, I'm stepping out for a second. I got to get my charger. Okay, um, but in any event. The, to to the news that obviously broke um, yesterday over the weekend of Scott Hall, um, dude, you talk about a guy that has overcome literally everything and has hit rock bottom. I'll never forget, and it's not the one thing that you want to remember about Scott Hall, but I'll never forget that one entrance where they had to like lift him up and just oh get my him God, in when he had the seizure. It, well, well, he was just like he couldn't even throw up the two sweet. Like it was so bad, and for him to go from there. To get picked up by Diamond Dallas Page to, to in recover a in a wheelchair and to get back to where he's got. And then obviously you got the the Hall of Fame speech that will now be forever remembered as his, you know, his final mm-hmm. words with WWE. Um, it's just it, it's a tragic situation. Obviously, like I said in the in the beginning of this second half of the show, you know, guys like Sean Waltman, X Pac came out and said, like, look, stop. Stop sending your RIPs, man. Like he's not dead yet. You know, like can you not? Like he's still our friend is still breathing. Um, but it's it's obviously inevitable. But miracles have happened, right? I mean, yes, they have. look, we see what Scott Hall could do. You know, like we've seen it all, and it's unfortunate. But you know, you you kind of just you, you get the feeling that it's the end of the road for the bad guy, and that's. Well, I mean, if you read what Kevin Nash said, Kevin Nash was the first one to basically talk about their. Fr- he's he's preparing for his life without him. So right. I get what Sean Waltman's saying. Three heart attacks on a heart that's already been stressed enough. He has a, def- a defibrillator installed in his heart, and he had a blood clot. 
on hip surgery. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the same That's thing the Derek Thomas part. died from. Yeah. You know, um, it's unfortunate I mean, that there's no way to find these mm-hmm. blood clots. Didn't clot. Derek Thomas die in a car accident? No, he died from a blood clot after the car accident. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's the kind of crazy shit. Yeah. yeah and, and it's messed up because there's no real way for them to know if you have a blood clot. There, there are ways. There are well, ways yeah, to detect. I can tell you, I had one. They yeah, have to take a, and an like ultrasound, yeah. but they have to go in that spot. And they have like to go the consistently. Right so if if you, yeah, like they typically do ultrasounds where you have bruising and things like that. When you have blood issues and you have a, a circulatory system issue like that, you can't necessarily ultrasound your entire body at all times. Like every, right, right, right. you know, blood clots move, things like that. So yeah, it's, it's like a I have a, thing. I have a filter in my artery. Mm-hmm. Um, if I go into a hospital where I'm not going to, if I can't move from the hospital bed for like three days, they're pumping me with blood thinners. Just so that because you're susceptible to the clots, is that yeah, yeah, okay. Scott Hall's a guy who changed wrestling forever. First, one of the first guys get guaranteed contracts. Our wrestlers get guaranteed contracts now. Hey, yo, founding member of the NWO. Hey, hey, yo, you know who I am, but you don't know why. First of all, first of all, he's also wrestling. He should be an Oscar award winning actor because he's not even Spanish. (laughs) I still say that it was the worst. Yokozuna wasn't Chinese either or Japanese. Are you serious? He was Samoan. Don't Samoan. You You didn't know that? It's the Rock's cousin. The next thing you're going to tell me, Mr. Fuji wasn't fucking Japanese either. Oh well, he's Japanese. Japanese. Thank God. But Yoko was. He's Rock's cousin. Like he's Samoan Reigns. All them. Yeah. Crazy. Is that an R.I.P. Yokozuna? Oh yeah, he died long. Yeah, long time. Last thing I remember about Yokozuna was him like farting in everyone's face. Like he was just that was his one of his uh, mid match moves. It wasn't your house. No, he didn't (laughs) fart in anybody's face. Don't remember that. But uh, no, you were thinking of Rikishi when he would rub his ass. Oh, Yokozuna didn't do that. It was like the fucking the bonsai fucking drop. He put his bonsai drop, but he didn't like. Um, But anyway, get back to Scott Hall for a second. You're right. Like completely. Changed the game, the NWO, that whole era. Um, ladder matches. The ladder match with Shawn Michaels, uh, WrestleMania 10, was one of the first WrestleManias that I remember watching. You know, obviously Great it was like 90, what year was that? 90 something, 94, 93. Yeah, that was the yeah, LT. Yeah, so I, I yeah, LT, yeah, LT wrestled Bam Bam Bigelow that day. Owen Brett. The Wolf Pack. The Wolf Pack started that. Uh, Owen Brett in that same card. Um, that ladder match was. Set the tone for ladder matches Phenomenal. forever. Yeah. Um, the first televised one because. Yeah. The yeah. weeks prior to that, or Michaels and Bret Hart, and Bret Hart, it was Bret Hart's idea. Let's talk Bret about Hart. the Razor's Edge. Great move. Nobody's ever kicked out of that. Do you know that? No, he not, he wouldn't let anybody kick yeah, but out the week, of that. The weeks leading up to the that good old days of wrestling, Dave. <laughs> they had ladder matches, and they were dark matches. Wow, they had all those matches. They were dark matches with the ladder, and they figured, let's do this in WrestleMania. But they were also doing it with the regular, like actual ladders. Like no, no, like six, seven foot ladder, not. No. But it was that was one of Bret Hart's ideas is the ladder match. He like came to Vince McMahon with it and wanted to be the because his dad used to do it. He did have Stampede. a ladder match with Sean. Wasn't the was it the first one? Yeah, I, but it was for it was the Intercontinental idea. title. Yeah, long before this, but it was like <laughs> one of those like superstars or something. You know, like Saturday. yeah, like a Saturday morning or some shit. But uh, yeah, I mean, look the the legacy that this guy leaves behind. Remember, like he also like if you watch that documentary, do yourself a favor if you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, like, dude, how he killed the guy based off he shot Don't the guy right in the face. Don't watch the Peacock version of it. Don't watch that because they cut out. Did they so much? And even when it was on the network, they cut out so much. Uh, I guess just for a lot of. Time. What are you gonna do? Buy the DVD? Is that still a thing? Uh, you could probably get. It. You could find that on the internet. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like he killed a guy in self defense with a gun or something like that. Like yeah. when he was, he was used to be a bouncer. Mm-hmm. But there, this guy whip him and it went off and it blew the guy's head off. Yeah. So like he that he started his life like that before he even got into wrestling. You know, so just a story, you know, we all saw him at his worst, obviously. You know, there was some bad times. Um, I think the second version of the NWO to the WWE was a mistake because yeah, sure um, he was he was he wasn't right. You know, ne- no, none of them were. Yeah, Hogan he had right, a, he wasn't right towards the end in WCW when he was doing the last call, Scott Hall. Yeah, but that was that was supposed to be fake. It wasn't uh, according yeah, to Eric Bischoff. Fake, according to Eric Bischoff, he really wasn't drinking that time. I mean, you can only take what he says. But he was—he looked rough when they came back to WWE. Yeah, should have never. No, nah, that that whole run. No. He wrestled Austin at WrestleMania. Yeah. That was just rough. Then. Yeah. So let's team him up with Stone Cold Steve Austin, who pours beer on you as you're taking something that's going to make you violently ill. Right. For smelling or tasting beer. Yeah, it was just a, a tough scene for the back yeah. end of his deal. 
Um, but again, the recovery with Dallas Page, that that story, that journey, yep. watch that shit. Like you want to talk about a guy who has a front row ticket to heaven if you believe in something like that. You know, Diamond Dallas Page has saved lives. Like, so he's doing Buff Bagwell right now? Yeah, bro. He's bringing Buff Bagwell back to life. Yeah, dude. So and that's not the first like obviously Jake it's the Snake. Rolodex of people yeah, of, of, of helping out people, inviting him into his home as if like, yeah, come yeah, on, bro. bro. Not even just famous people. Like there's a no, ton of the, 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 the guy uh, took over the Arthur. World. There's a guy Arthur, which is the whole pretty much how the whole thing pretty much kicked off. He was doing a DDP yoga, and he was uh, he had the like things on his pounds. arms. Yeah, yeah, and now he could walk, do cartwheels. The best, it's crazy. The best part about this is that Shark Tank told DDP no, they didn't want it. They're like, nah, this is this nope. is a joke. Who do you, you walk know? in there well, with? No, you don't know what they told him was your your name is big enough that you don't need us. So they they convinced him that he really didn't need them. And just imagine if somebody invested in it. It was probably like he has like a manager DDP that knows the guy that has the producer, and it was set up for him to knock basically a, deal a free infomercial. Say like, hey, maybe yeah, yeah, right which is that. very very common. So genius. I would imagine. Yeah. A lot of people get good stuff. Good marketing anyway. Like a lot of people um, yeah. get famous off just being on there. That's in no way taking away Scrub the Daddy, show no. or or no because. That's just good production, if you ask me. That's good advertising. That's good marketing. Free advertising. Yeah. Right. Wide. And that show is a fucking great show. Watch still, I watch so, it every night. You know? and <laughs> but I mean, the resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts is what really pushed that. Yeah. The edge. And that was because it wasn't just the resurrection of Jake. Scott it was also Damien. And look at and, and look at this. Look at look, look at Jake Roberts, bro. Still a manager currently in AEW. AEW still making money, man. With, uh, with this, What's this, his name again? This situation. Oh, Lance Archer. I have an interview Isn't with him. Isn't it Lance Archer? Me and Lance is, yeah. have an interview together. And, and you didn't know his name. So. <laughs> this, this situation makes me yeah, nervous. I know. I, I got an interview with Booker T. I got to scrub that. Scrub that. Yeah. Yeah, a, I'll show you after the show. I, really I don't want to see Jake go down that bad road losing Scott. It might be tough. I think it's gonna be tough on Kevin Nash and those guys, man. They're well, I like, mean, Nash has already. It's been tough on him with the with the messages that he's he's put across, and I haven't seen anything from Sean yet. Well, Sean's basically saying like he's the one who said like, "Yo, everybody relax." Know. He's still Sean Michaels. Oh, Sean Walton. I mean, that's that. Yeah, that one's gonna hit home hard for him too. Because they and were Sean's my guy, man. That's my those, favorite those of all were, time. Those were the two that were like they roomed together and you know popped pills together and, and all that stuff way back in the day when they were working the towns together. So this is and it's funny because they've been preparing for this. Like they always said, like we were preparing for Scott's funeral back when he was messed up, but now that he's got himself clean and he's been lit, he got a great relationship with his kids now. His son still wrestle? Yeah. Yeah. This situation happened. I think this is going to throw a monkey wrench in all of them. Look, you, you have uh, Triple H that just had a heart problem. It's look, like, look, I'm going to stop and just say, like, they obviously have a good support system. And the way that this is all shaping up, it was, like, largely based off of the things that they did when they were running together. Doing correct. What they were doing, right? So this is a, a an adverse effect of the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And now that these guys are all kind of in the same group, and I don't know about Shawn Michaels because he seems to be the one that's kind of mum on things. The rest of the guys are kind of talking about it. Um, maybe because they have a strong support system, and you're talking about Jake the Snake and Diamond Dallas Page, they got their, I don't know, I'm going to give, I'm going to assume that they, they've put enough time in between when they were messed up and now, and they're all in a good spot, and you would like to see that these guys are all going to be fine, and just, right. you know, use this as a time to reflect and look back at the, the things that they might have done, and maybe they have some regrets and things like that, but at least, uh, I'm going to call him Razor Ramon, mm -hmm. you know, at least Razor Ramon was able to get right and make the amends that he had to make with all these people and get a good relationship with his kids, and his legacy isn't going to be that of a of the same that a lot of these other wrestlers have Agreed. had in the past where, you know, they go down the, the wrong path and they don't get the chance to kind of make amends and do the things that he was able to do. So well at least there is that. Well, it's know, haunting, like trying to Warrior. find a silver, a silver lining. Like Warrior. Such a dark Ultimate day. Warrior went out there, made that whole speech on raw. And then he died the next he day. Dropped dead the next day. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a weird, weird dynamic, yeah. man. Well, it just shows that we're getting old. Well, mm -hmm. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad things don't last. Bad guys do. Right. That's so, it. Pray That's for him. It. Still alive right now. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. We could pray for a miracle. Uh, thoughts and prayers to the entire uh, family and the wrestling community that are affected by this. And, you know, you never like to see anybody suffer or, or die young or anything like this. This you is think just. Rod does something tonight, even not just like a. Even a, a, just a little bit. A I don't think you can. Anyway. You can't. Can't. Yeah, you can't do it yet, man. 
You can't. Do I it think yet. that you mention it and you and you maybe say it at the open. You say like we want to, you know, yes, our prayers are with, but you're not going to do like a. I mean, you're not going to do a ten bell salute. There's also. Uh, um, an event every third day at this point, so it's not like they're not going to have a chance to do it. In the yes, next. they'll I pay mean, their Twitter, respects. Twitter's been exploding <clears throat> with with people between this situation and Big E from not just WWE, AEW too. So it's like the war has stopped <laughs> this week. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're actually showing some support for each other. So it's it's kind of nice. But what war? Yeah. What war? <laughs> uh, WWE. There's no war, dude. Come on. Well. AEW wants one, but WWE is just sitting there. Getting no, they they the they actually don't. But it's like definitely a way to build clout is to go at the big guy, you know. And when Cody shows up to Raw tonight, the world will be over. Yeah, oh, Christ, that's what they're saying. Tonight's the night. They're really, saying. that's what they're saying. Tonight is the night. If oh, he comes boy. out of Stardust, they gotta start. The they gotta start. WrestleMania is in four weeks. So not Who's he gonna work? Saint Rollins, Ooh. which I would love to oh, see. Oh my God, what a great match! Anyway. All right, we've gone on too long. Again, thoughts and prayers to Scott Hall. We want to thank you guys for watching or watching, listening to this podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Yes, we are. Uh, Listen to it, subscribe to it, rate it, review it. Let us know how we did. Uh, Please spread the word. You know, progressively, we are getting more ears on the product. So we appreciate you guys. Chris, you got anything? Yeah, go follow me, baby, on Instagram. I got a new account, so I don't feel uncomfortable posting because content with two T's, Chris. Content. Just two T's, actually, not 11. So content, Chris, at Instagram. I'll be posting a lot of the uh, the videos from The Daily Show, maybe some clips from this once we get the video going, and then just anything else I do graphics-wise and in sports and in life. So Done, done, and done. Tommy, promote your boys. Everybody head over to www.fightbookmma.com for all of your pro wrestling and combat sports needs. And also check out Sitting Ringside every Thursday night on Fightbook's uh Facebook and YouTube page. Done and done. Along for the ride, Rob, dude. Promote your TikTok. At I am Rob Bohannon on TikTok. I have 1,100 followers. I'm just me and I like your girlfriend. You got 1,000 last week, so you bumped it up now. I'm just me and I I like your girlfriend. I like your girlfriend. Oh, that's really funny. You never know. But but, um, (laughs) Great. Rob, we're going to probably be talking to Rob about helping out with the TikTok because Rob's the TikTok guy. We are not. I am not. He's going to be here during the day. I think we can get some lives yes. behind the scenes yes. and that could be what we start doing. Because I, uh, I do. I was watching it's about, today it's and about I was that thinking time to myself, catch up. like, <laughs> yeah. you know, he went live right after the show ended today and I was like, if he would have went live during the show and like given a preview and say, hey, you want to go watch this show right do it now. Tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. You're, you're, I mean, you're, you're back tomorrow? Subscribe. I told you, I'm in, My man. man. I'm here. All right, guys. So for casual Dave, Content, oh, content, Chris. Is that the first time that you gave yourself? The yeah, monitor? I gave it the monitor. I was rolled it. You addressed it. <laughs> How do you say content, Dave, in Spanish? Because now I'm one with the Mexican El community. El contento de David. Done and done. And of course, the Reverend Tommy D. This has been another episode of the Combat Sports Podcast, and we'll see you guys next week.